Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke with Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints to help us to understand how to navigate and properly, uh, you know, find our way in this difficult and challenging uh, time that we live in. Right, right. Do you think it's difficult and challenging? Oh, heavens. You know, I think everybody out there, you know, to some degree or another feels like they're underwater breathing through a straw. Yeah, yeah. And it's not always been like that. I mean, some people say all times are difficult. No, this is particularly yeah. nasty. You know, I think it's uh, it, it's just it's as if all the um, all the I don't know the rains, the limits, the the walls of decency have gone down. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't listen to something without hearing all kinds of vile language, mm-hmm. even from the people that are supposed to be on the good side. Yeah. It's just, it's really bad. I mean, even even the stuff that you see in graphics, you know, it's it, you even mentioned it. It's like that's become the word. Why do we have to hear that word constantly? Yeah. You well, know, even commentators that I like, right, who are not on mainstream television, of course, but who are have a, a political bent uh, that's oriented in my direction. It's crazy, even how often it's just yeah, it's just it's, it's like I, I nobody will listen to me, and I'm not relevant if I don't use this kind of language. And it's like, no, actually, it's really offensive. Yeah. And and when I hear it, I just turn it off. It's like okay, yeah. I I no longer am interested to hear what you say because right. I can't get over that you've just polluted my, my heart mind and mind with that. Yeah. With that. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a all the violence, uh, just everything. It's like everything's being revealed. Which we know is a good sign. Right. Yeah. The end it's is near. It's hard, but yeah. the end is near. Yeah. Everything is being revealed. God Nothing, you know, everything that's in the dark is uh, being brought out into the light. So, which is the topic of the show how to navigate right. really in these times. Right. 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 And so we're talking about Devil in the Castle, which is my latest book, which I love this book. I'm, I I, this you book, know, yeah. that means a lot to me. Why? I, you, I don't think I've heard you say that. Oh, well, no, I, I, first of all, it's like St. Teresa of Avila is chasing me around. Uh I've got her coming at me from all sides, which is part of the webinar that we'll be doing soon, which this will be broadcast after. But, um, you know, I've been studying her. I've been, I did a podcast with Endow on the interior castle. And what you've done in this book is help us to understand how the enemy is working against us through the interior castle. So if, if you put them together, right, if you've had difficulty, if you're one of those folks that picks up the interior castle and starts reading and you get to about the second mansion and you throw it down and go, okay, I'm out. This is beyond me. This will help you understand what she's talking about. This will, this will help you um, understand what you should aspire to and also how the enemy doesn't want you to get there. Right. right? So, I love it because you have all these tools and it's just a greater understanding, a greater um, way to gain self-knowledge too, mm-hmm. and, and just 
persevere, persevere, persevere. You know, this, this will encourage you to persevere because the Lord wants to make you a saint and he wants to draw you to himself and, and he loves you. Yeah. You know, well, it's you. helpful to hear that because, you know, you listen to me all the time and it's, it's when things are a little more effectual uh, regarding you, it tells me I'm onto something. Oh, it's not an ego thing. It just talk because yeah. I don't write for ego or for, you know, I just do it only to try to help people. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's good. So this chapter is interesting. It's a shift because we're moving into the sixth mansion, which is in the illum the unitive way. Yeah. And it moves out of uh, where the enemy has a more power. I mean, into a place where it's diminishing quickly and and in a significant way. But I don't know. Is there any place you want to start in this chapter? That yeah, I I want to open it up with the first chapter first paragraph because it kind of sets the stage okay. for the rest of it so, so we're talking about the battles in the six six mansion right and just as a reminder there are seven yeah. um but there are millions, million rooms probably yeah. a million rooms we don't know how many rooms but the lord says there is many i'm going ahead ahead i'm preparing many rooms there yeah. are many rooms in my father's house and yeah. i'm preparing them for you for you dan for you jordan for you Joan and Smith and, you know, uh, Cindy, you know, Ed, everybody, okay. Ed you know, too? he's preparing a room for you. Okay. We don't want to miss it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think, you know, wouldn't it be terrible to leave this earth and stand in front of the Lord and realize if you had just persevered, right. How much more there would have been for you. You know, what's cool about that. That's an ache. I know your brother listens to the show and I like him a lot. He's a really cool guy. I just had this vision of a room with a plaque that said JP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. There you go, JP. You got a shout out today. There you go. Okay. So the battles of the sixth mansion. So the trials in the sixth mansion are many and great. Okay. So many trials, but relatively few emanate directly from demonic influence. Okay. That's good news. Yeah. Teresa reveals that at this point, the demons cannot, cannot through exterior trials, inhibit the working of the faculties or disturb the soul in any way already described in previous chapters. I love that. Mm -hmm. The primary reasons for this is that the soul is further from sin and attachments and closer to God. So I, I really want people to understand you know, persevere, 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 because when, when you get to the sixth mansion after persevering for, because you're all called to it, right? We're all called to it. Mm -hmm. We're all promised this. If we persevere, yeah. don't give up, right? That we become so close to God that attachments start to fall away. Um, our, our proclivity to sin is falling away because we're full of grace. Right. We keep going to the sacraments and the Lord is strengthening us because our yes is so big mm -hmm. because we keep saying, yes, Lord, give me mm -hmm. more. Yes, Lord, purify me. Yes, Lord, whatever you want. I want what you want, Lord. Help me and I will follow you, right? So we say these prayers and we we speak it from the depths of our souls. And, and he is so protective of that soul, that although they may have trials and they're going to have difficulties, they are assured that they're not going to be lost if they continue on the path. Right? Yeah, if they continue in charity, that's right. Right, right. right. You know, the, you know, it's interesting about this, and 
getting this far is what a lot of people don't understand is there there are a few secrets that are really simple that if you understand and yield to and give yourself to you're going to enter into the out of the purgative way into the illuminative into the unitive and that's it that is this one say yes to god right all all be all in if you're not all in you're not in at all so there's a delusion you want to say that again if you're not all in you're not in at all there's a kind of delusion that you can be half-hearted about about faith but if you know jesus gave the entirety of his being for our salvation he gave himself up for mocking and scourging and crown of thorns and beatings and you know uh whippings and you know all of that he gave it all and if we don't really you know kind of get that we can just be half-hearted about faith so one is being all in your yes and the second is persevere right that's right, it right and, and and you persevere how do you persevere well you avail yourself of the sacraments you you pray daily you you know fight against sin and you never give up figure out what sins are right i mean you and i had this conversation because we 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 do marriage retreats you know yeah. we do divine intimacy and marriage and we were thinking about you know the folks that we we teach and lead in these retreats we can't even assume that people even understand what mortal sin is what venus what sin is yeah for but, catech but, catechesis of our time is horrible. no no you know i i'm part of two generations that were lost to poor catechesis. A priest told you that. A priest told me that. Yeah. So, you know, we need to just even educate ourselves. We need to own our faith. Yeah. Oh, I better get an examination and figure out what this is. Okay, so moving on yeah. in the sixth mansion, mm -hmm. this is where she really gets into locutions, right? Sure. Locutions. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to talk about with this? So locutions are just uh, some kind of, uh, word, uh, phrase, sentence uh, that can be presented to the mind or can be heard audibly or heard interiorly. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a kind of a mystic, mystical experience. And she spends a lot of time talking about locutions. And it's important to note that a lot of what she talks about and that I review in this book are not limited to the mansions that they're talked about in. So as an example, you can have a locution in a purgative way. In a pre-purgative way. Yeah. It can, it can be your launching right. into your yes. It can right. be the thing that wakes you up. I mean, if you think about it, Paul's riding on his, or Saul, right, is riding on his horse. He's knocked down, you know, has a flash of light come around him and says, why are you persecuting me? Yeah. That's a locution. Right. He wasn't thinking about God. He wasn't musing if what he was doing was right. He was off to go persecute somebody to else Christians. to kill Christians. Yeah. And he hears, why are you persecuting me? Right. Right. That began his journey. Right. And that was a locution. Yeah. Out of nowhere, you know, no pre-thought on it. And it spoke a truth that he was never the same. It stayed with him forever. It was true. Uh, it, it had an effect on him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it changed the trajectory of his life and Holy Mother Church. Right? Locution is, is a beautiful gift, you know, given from God to his people. It's You can think of like Jesus in the first century being with someone and he says, you know, rise, uh, take up your mat and go, your sins are forgiven. Mm -hmm. Well, and so in the word that he spoke to that person, the word 
brought about that which it 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 signified mm -hmm. and that is that he was would be healed so get up and go home right and so the word has in it power to do what it what it signifies in a sense so mm -hmm. locutions are very beautiful and powerful things and and there are many tests as to whether they're they're legitimate one of the one of the things about this mansion that she talks about in terms of demonic deception is that the enemy tries to mimic so he stops trying to get you to sin uh in the in the he gets much more clever in the more overt right ways right. and but begins to try to deceive you through uh what we might call and i'm not anti-charismatic but what we might categorize as charismatic experiences maybe you know spiritual experiences that uh, then try to get you to believe something, do something, perceive something in a way that is contrary to God's desires. So we get back from the break. What we should probably do is just do a little rundown on how do we know if the location is true or false, yeah. which you've already alluded to. We'll, we'll do some more of that. Okay. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke, and this is your radio haven of rest, talking about the interior life and today, locutions out of my book, latest book. It is called The Devil in the Castle, Spirit, Teresa of Avila's Spirit, uh, Spiritual Warfare and the Progress of the Soul. Mm -hmm. So what about locutions is interesting to you or what? Yeah. So, so you said something right before the break of, you know, it can be a type of charismatic experience mm -hmm. and you've got to be careful and all this thing. So I think first of all, you know, if somebody thinks they've had a locution, one of the things they should do is seek uh, good counsel. You know, yeah. they, they should um, speak to a spiritual director, find a spiritual director. Yeah. Um, we have a way to do that now. Seekdirection.com. Dot app. A-P-P. -P. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Seekdirection.app. And you yeah. can find uh, a Catholic good um, uh, spiritual director. So and directors can sign up to, right, and to, to make themselves available. Right, right. So, so that's, so you must do that because you need a voice outside of yourself. If you're the, if you're uh, spiritually directing yourself, you are the directee of a fool. Uh, St. Bernard of Clairvaux. Uh, right. If you want to, yeah. <laughs> he who takes himself as his own spiritual director is the disciple of a fool. Right, right. right. So listen, every everybody that I know that's worth their salt as a Catholic and takes it seriously um, has a spiritual director because yeah. you need somebody outside of you to help you 
as you start to enter into this realm of prayer and mystical experiences that you may or may not be having, which doesn't mean you're holy. It means that the Lord is drawing you closer and, and wants to communicate with you. So how do we test to see if these things are uh, false or true? You yeah. Know? So it says regardless. So here's test number one. Regardless of the soul's inclination or natural instincts, locution should never be accepted on face value, but instead should always be tested to see if they agree strictly with the scriptures. Right. Yeah. So scriptures in the magisterium and, and the magisterium. So the Lord is never going to ask you to do something that is contrary to your state in life. Right. Right. What does that mean? That means here's an example. Beautiful mother of many children, happily married, and she hears, um, I think I'm supposed to be a nun. Yeah. Right? So she's married. Mm -hmm. Her vocation has been set, right? Yeah. And it really she has, doesn't- She's a valid marriage. Right? Yeah, and a valid marriage and all of that. And she has children. Mm -hmm. So even though she may have um, tested or thought or, or uh, that she should have been a nun at some point in her life before getting married, once she's married, that's ratified, that's finished, Life goes on, yeah. right? And so, rightly so, she took it to a priest, to a holy priest, and he said, ah, nope, that's of the devil. Yeah, You need to reject that in, in Jesus' name, and it's done, and it's over with. And she did. And, and the effect of this kind of nebulous kind of mystery around it was lifted once she fully just took it to a priest. He said, that's not of God. That's of the devil. Dismiss it and reject it. And it was gone. It didn't bother her anymore. Mm -hmm. So she did exactly this. She did. She took it to a test. Now it had an effect because there was a super. There was a supernatural source behind it, which was the enemy. Right. Right. He was messing with her. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had one of those? What locution. a temptation to become no. a nun? Never. Yeah, a locution. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I did have a profound one and I did run this through my spiritual director and it changed the trajectory of, um, our lives, of, yeah. of my work life, of, uh, the Avila Institute of divine intimacy radio, all of those things, because I, I was a Catholic school principal for yeah. years and years and years. And so this is this, a version of this is in the book. I changed it a little bit, but you're going to tell okay. the version that actually well, happened it's, to you. Well, it's fascinating because there was two that happened to me. Yeah. And they're related. So when we were first married, I was going to daily mass and started to experience this this terrible, hung, not terrible, beautiful, exquisite hunger for the Eucharist that I could not contain. It was just very, very intense. And I was going to daily mass and I was with my, I would go to my spiritual director and I'd say, I don't know what's going on, but this is happening to me. And so he said, well, just listen and ask. And so I, I was just very attentive. I actually didn't ask. I was just attentive and I would continue to go to mass and just kind of wait. And at one point I hear quite audibly, I want you to merge your faith with your work. Mm. At the time I was a secular, I was in the secular school system. Now, when you say audibly, did you hear it by your like outside of you or inside of you? At that point, I don't think that I could actually separate the two. Okay. I just, I heard Good it. Enough, you so, heard it, yeah. you know, I heard it. It was However true to it. my heart, my mind, everything. And I knew that it was 
And so I stopped and I kind of thought, well, what does that mean? And then I realized I have this intense Catholic faith and I'm a school administrator in the secular world. Mm -hmm. So I started to do research. Lo and behold, there's a Catholic school system. I wasn't even aware of it there. Strange, long story. And within a month, I kid you not, I was a Catholic school principal. Right. Within a month. So because I started to follow through and ask the questions and it happened, right? So the uh, one of the marks of an authentic locution is, of course, it leads you to good and to mm -hmm. God, but it also has the power to bring about that which it proclaims. Right, right. right. And in this case, it was it, the Lord saying, go do this. And it was super clear that the locution was true because you instantly. Right. Yeah. So it, it gave me faith. It gave me courage. It gave me strength. And, and I just kept walking until it came to, you know, fruition. And I wasn't telling people that I was hearing this location. I was just doing the next right thing mm -hmm. in faith, in conversation with you and applying. And lo and behold, I become a Catholic school principal. So fast forward, I don't know how many years later, 11 years later, something like that, because that was three, yeah, at least 10. Um, we had moved. We were in Alabama. Um, you were working for EWTN, your health was starting to fail mm -hmm. dramatically. Yeah. And I had to actually take time off from work to care for you because you couldn't be alone yeah. because of, of what was happening. And so I'm in front of the dishes and I'm listening for you upstairs because you kept passing out because you had cough syndrome. Losing consciousness. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I was listening for you, making sure you were okay, but I needed to do the dishes. I was alone in the house, except for you upstairs. And I'm doing the dishes and I'm just kind of aching. Like I, I, I'm trapped. I don't know what to do. I'm worried about the school. I'm worried about you. My secretary and the, and the assistant principal are trying to handle things for me while I'm at home trying to care for you. And so I, I'm just in angst. And you had asked me a number of times, over the course of about a year, hey, would you consider leaving the Catholic school and working with me in the Avila Institute? I need help, right? And I would always say to you, I can't leave until the Lord makes it clear because he called me in. He said, you said, my vocation is Catholic education as a Catholic principal. Yeah. And I, and I knew, of course, it wasn't. Yeah, but, but you didn't say that. I know. You I, did, to I be clear. Patient. You were very clear. You would ask me, I'd say no. Yeah. I'd say I have to wait on the Lord, you know, so I'm doing the dishes. And I hear audibly, that is not your vocation. Mm -hmm. I heard that sentence. Right. It was so audible and so loud that I actually like stopped and I said out loud in response, what do you mean that's not my vocation? Like, what does that mean to me? You know, yeah. and, and I said it out loud. And so visually, interiorly, I saw principal, mom, wife, child of God, right? Daughter of the king, right? I had, and they were all kind of horizontal, but then they moved and they became vertical. And at the top was daughter of the king, child of God, wife, mother, teacher, than everything else. Mm. So they got rightly ordered. And I realized that I had been living all of these different calls, you know, calls within calls, if you want to say, but I was living them as if they were all equal mm -hmm. and they weren't subservient to the right order. 
Right. And so the Lord rightly ordered them. And he said, you're a daughter of the king, and then you are a wife, yeah. then you are a mother, and then this, right? And I went, oh, and my husband needs me. Mm. And his health is failing. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I mean, I it was so clear and so profound. I had such peace, like, this is God's will for me. You wrote your resignation letter. Then. I came upstairs and I said, I want you to know. I mean, immediately afterwards, it was so clear to me. Yeah. I said, I want you to know I'm writing my resignation letter. Right. I'll need to finish the year, but I'm going to leave and I'm going to, I'm going to come home and I'm going to help you with Avila Institute. And I took over at that yeah. point and took that burden off of you. So there's a couple things about what you experienced. One is one of the ways that you test uh, locution is, does it have preceding cause? That one actually did, but that doesn't mean it wasn't valid. When you have, because you were worried and thinking, you know, struggling with what to do with me, but it doesn't invalidate pre right. locution. It just means you have to take a few extra steps to determine if it is from God. Yeah, I, 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 you know, preceding cause, I wasn't thinking, what is my vocation? Okay. I was just in angst because of the situation. Right. So I wasn't thinking, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need? I was just in angst. So yeah. I would actually say it didn't have a preceding cause because I wasn't asking God. I wasn't trying to muse to figure it out. I was just burdened. Mm. So when I received that, it was that that's why I responded so quickly. It's like, what is what do you mean that's not my vocation? Because yeah. I wasn't making the connection. Right. And I I'm not disagreeing with that. I think uh, a, a more, I think, a more pure translation of without preceding cause means that what is given you as locution has nothing to do with even the circumstances you're in. So there's no, but I, I, it was a valid locution that you experienced, and I think, uh, but I think when I just want to make sure to our sure. audience because there's also a spiritual maturity where you were at the time. Mm -hmm. where it wasn't difficult to discern that was God's will. Right. Because I needed you. I mean, it was just click, 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 and then everything went well. Right. But uh, the, the, more, the, the more disconnected from any circumstance, like the example I give in the book is a, a young man tending a garden, you know, farming or whatever, and thinking about farming and horticulture, and out of nowhere drops, you're, I want you to be a priest, right. you know, as an example. We're running out of time. You know, I wish we had more time to talk through all of this, but I think right. you've given some beautiful examples yeah, there's some of how great, God speaks and leads us in our lives. Right. There's some great tests in this, so it'll be really good to, so if, if you've experienced this at all or if someone has. Or any charismatic has, right. manifestation. Yep. It yeah. has all the tests there, so it's really helpful. So that is uh, Battles of the Sixth Mansion. Yeah, so. we didn't even, like, barely touched all the aspects of I it. I know, and but, it's just huge. So. Yeah, so get the book, um, Devil in the Castles, St. Teresa of Avila, Spiritual Warfare and Progress of the Soul. Okay. Until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, spirit soul, and body irreproachable at the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.